Welcome to Crossview Radio, a weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Well, I am glad to be back with you all from a family vacation, and I hope that the last two weeks of podcasts were helpful to you. And uh, I wanted to, uh, to let you know that since I've been on here last, I've learned something uh, very important that I hope is going to be a help to you. I've been struggling to make sure that the audio on this podcast has a consistent quality, and uh, I'll record it, and then I'll mess with all the settings because there's this slight echo that's in the background, but it's not all the time, sometimes there, sometimes not, and maybe you didn't even notice it, so you don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, sometimes it works fine, sometimes it doesn't, who knows. Well, it was suggested to me that I try and figure out where the front of the microphone was and come to find out this thing is not an omnidirectional microphone, even though this grill on this microphone wraps all the way around it, 360 degrees around it. So here we are in 2018, uh, fairly decent microphone. Uh, and I'm talking to the thing backwards, and it's echoing and not even working properly. I would think that uh, by this time, uh, you could talk into the microphone any way uh, that you wanted to, but whatever. Um, anyway, I think I figured this thing out, and hopefully uh, you're going to get a good quality sound from here on out. Anyway, it's good to be back. I wanted to pick up uh, on a podcast actually from three weeks ago. So two weeks ago, uh, should have been you heard from Joel, and then last week was actually a uh, recording from uh, actually earlier in the year on a talk that I did with uh, our local university, and hope that that was uh, a blessing to you and encouragement, um, talking about world religions and talked a little bit about uh, just how I was able to uh, by God's grace, just bring the gospel into that conversation um, and uh, hopefully do that in a way that was um, just edifying and encouraging. So uh, if you haven't listened to uh, to those, go back and check those out. Uh, but three weeks ago, I think it is now, um, I had a little bit of a conversation about uh, science in the Bible, and I kind of just wanted to wrap that up with a few uh, additional thoughts that I had on, on the whole thing. Um, but the question really was how do these two seemingly opposite realities, or at least opposed realities, fit together? And I think the, the primary thing uh, that I wanted to walk away with last time was simply the realization that science is not objective. Uh, we saw that with the conclusions from 19th century uh, craniometry. Uh, here's what every generation thinks. Every generation thinks, uh, and I'm perhaps generalizing a little bit here, but but in general, every gener every generation thinks the previous generations were biased, but we're not. And that's an extremely uh, naive position to take. I want to read to you a quote um, from one author uh, who writes this. In 2001, our church family began hosting children from Belarus for six weeks each summer. During their stay here, the children received Bible classes in their native language and much-needed medical care. Children who live in some regions of Belarus are still affected by the contamination from the 1986 Chernobyl nuclear disaster in Kiev, Ukraine. 
A UN study estimated that when a child is away from the contamination for just six weeks, his health is improved and his lifespan might be extended by several years. The atmosphere we live in matters. And that's the end of the quote there. Why is it that we can easily see, for the most part, easily see the flaws of the past generations? It's because we're not living in that atmosphere. And things that we accept as truth in today's generation, I think future generations are going to see right through them. And my point is that every discipline, including the discipline of science, has a tendency to smell like the atmosphere which it resides in. You can't really help the child until they're out of the nuclear contamination. In the same way, you can't just address symptoms without getting to root philosophies which drive those symptoms. As someone has once said, ideas have consequences, good ideas have good consequences, and bad ideas have bad consequences. Uh, This brand of science that is driven by the culture will not be around forever, but the Bible will. That isn't going anywhere. Should we trust science? And of course, by that, um, you know, if you heard uh, a few weeks ago, what I mean is, can we trust the scientist's interpretation of the facts around us? Is that uh, something that we could put our, our trust in? Well, I think that depends. Generally speaking, there are two types of science. There is observational science, which is responsible for computers and rockets and cars. That type of science can repeatedly test a hypothesis in the present. But there's also historical science, and this is the kind of science which seeks to go back into the past and explain how everything got to the way that it is today. So you'll have radiometric dating, for instance, which tests the amount of decay of radioactive atoms. Uh, Historical science is responsible for the theory of evolution. But the difficulty with that uh, is that this is more susceptible to bias because it involves a significant number of assumptions. Um, Just one example uh, to stick with this idea of radiometric dating. Uh, Last time I briefly mentioned... Uh, the 50-year-old lava flows uh, in New Zealand that were dated by scientists to be up to 3.5 million years old. I remember, uh, in fact, pretty clearly, I remember sitting in earth science class in high school, and I remember when we were covering this idea of uh, radiometric dating, my teacher said that the conclusions of radiometric dating are indisputable. They are hard solid facts, um, whatever, you know, the number of years is, that's what it is. And you can't argue with that. Uh, how can you argue with facts? Facts are facts, right? Well, the reality is that they are not the facts. The facts are the amount of the parent and daughter element in the rocks talking about radiometric, uh, dating here. That's the facts. And the interpretation of those facts are the ages of the rocks. But those interpretations are built upon assumptions. And there are at least two major, major assumptions which throw off the conclusions. Uh, The first assumption when you're talking about radiometric dating is uh, is that no contamination has taken place. So there hasn't been any 
uh, removal of parent-daughter element. There hasn't been any addition of parent-daughter element. The second assumption is that the rate of decay has remained consistent. In other words, radiometric dating would be valid if it were a closed system, but it's not. It's an open system. And the New Zealand lava flow demonstrates that reality, that you can have um, multiple, multiple samples taken, and those samples say, you know, uh, up to 3.5 million years old uh, of something that's only 50 years old. Um, Why is it that these assumptions are made, and particularly these two assumptions, uh, because of the point that I made last time, and that is first comes the worldview and second comes the quote-unquote facts. We often make the quote-unquote data fit the conclusions, uh, which is exactly the opposite of what we should be doing. And all this to come back to the point that there is observational science and then there's historical science. And generally speaking, I think we typically trust observational science, although that itself is not immune to failure because it's implemented by fallen human beings. Even observational science can can contradict uh, the Bible. And I think uh, craniometry, uh, as we saw last time, is one example of that. Uh, but I want to particularly caution us uh, against placing our trust in historical science. Um, and again, observational science certainly also, uh, I think, we need to be cautious, but in particular historical science Uh, The only way to truly know how everything began is to have an eyewitness. It's just like the lava flow. When the conclusions of radiometric dating contradict written history, we know the written history is accurate. Do we believe the historical account of the lava flow in New Zealand happening 50 years ago? Or do we trust the radiometric dating that says it happened 3.5 million years ago? Um And obviously, we're going to go with what we know is history. People observed and saw uh, this happen. They documented it. We have written uh, records of this event. And we're going to go with that, even if it contradicts uh, the uh, radiometric dating. In the same way, when scientific dating methods contradict the Bible, we trust that the written record of Scripture is true and that something has gone wrong in our scientific conclusions. Uh, At the end of the day... We hold to the reliability of Scripture. Can we trust science? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. But at least we know that the Bible is always trustworthy. And I want to just read from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 20 through 21. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? You know, God is calling out here rhetorically in Scripture. Where's the one who's wise? Where's the one who, where's the scribe? Where's the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. The Bible is sufficient. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the scientist? Where is the debater? Where, where are all these people? Has God, not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? God's word is sufficient. God's word is the source of wisdom. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at Crossview Orville.